Welcome to Appalachian Shine, the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. And if you're listening to this, then consider yourself a part of the team. Stick around and let's shine a light on all things Appalachia. Welcome to another episode of Appalachian Shine. This is the official podcast for the Foundation for Appalachian Advancement. I'm your usual host, JC, and today we have a guest that joins us from down at the Family Crisis Services Center in Norton, Virginia. We have Angel Mefford. Uh, Angel, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, you work there um, at the Crisis Center as a victim services supervisor. And uh, how, how long have you been there with the with the Family Crisis Org? Um, I've been at this organization seven years, a little okay. over seven. So um, one of the reasons I wanted to reach out and have you on the show is there, you have some events coming up. But um, last year, uh, I, I'm not sure uh, if, if you knew it directly, but we had Mary Beth Adkins on. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a, a mind-blowing discussion when we talked about homelessness in the region. Right. You always, you know, when you think of homeless, you think of cities and people living under bridges and little tents and parks, and you don't think about the homelessness here. Wow, what an eye-opening discussion that really was. Kind of heartbreaking. Good. Um, Good. I mean, it is very heartbreaking. One of the things we learned is, uh, we, we, based on that discussion we had, we uh, our organization, we started what's called uh, Project, our Operation Helping Hand so that we could take donations from people in the form of clothes and food and bring down there to you guys in Norton. And she specifically said that um, to bring like women's clothing that they needed more than they, more so than men's and specifically teenagers and young girls clothing. And I mean, that's where you, you you kind of pull a tear out of your eye. Like, wow, what kind of existence and what's going on in these people's lives. You've been down there working firsthand with um, abuse victims Tell us a little bit about what you do there and just how you came into doing this seven years ago. I've been in the field for a little over 20 years. I feel like my whole life I started in high school and I've just never stopped. So, um, but I came here because I saw the position open and I was like, I want that job. Um, It is the only agency in our surrounding area and even close to our neighboring states that provide the services that we provide. So um, I felt very fortunate to have the opportunity to get in at that time. So I've been here ever since. Um, And I've, I've definitely seen increase and increase in the trends that we work toward. What I do Um, I initially came on as an advocate for survivors of sexual and domestic violence. Um, But as 
the agency has grown and things have shifted and we all wear so many different hats. Um, I feel like everybody here does at least three or four different jobs, but um, I continue to do advocacy for Wise County and the city of Norton. Um, I also help write grants. We also chair meetings. We um, provide support groups and take care of of the individuals that are in our shelter. Um, I work through the school systems and talk to our youth and provide um, uh, presentations and counseling sessions as needed. Um, so, so we do a lot of different things as such. And hopefully when we get moved to our new location and we have more space, we can actually provide more programs that we will have space for. So that's, that's something I'm, I'm really looking forward to do. So you're moving from Norton. Is it up in Wise? You're just moving. Up it is. It's, okay. it's, we're going to be um, in the County, not in the city anymore. So, um, and it's, it, it's actually a very lovely location. It's kind of up on a hill and, and um, you know, the individuals that come there are already, it's not the best moment in their lives. You know, they're not coming to us because they're happy. They're coming to us because they're coming from a place of abuse or trauma or down on their luck and they're homeless and addiction and so many different facets. But I feel like being up there will hopefully just the surroundings and seeing the mountains and that they're going to have this view. And that's, going to help give them maybe some peace to be able to um, move forward with their lives from that point. So it, it is a very nice area. I'm looking forward to moving there and um, definitely we'll be able to provide more once we get there with the space. So that's exciting. Right now, we're all just trying to hang on and do the best that we can do. So when are you moving to the new location? Uh we're hoping maybe to get there by August. Um, I'm not 100% sure if that's still the timetable, um, but that's kind of what we're looking at to at least get there. Now, when you mentioned earlier that you're the only organization in, in the region that handles this and even so close to the state borders of Tennessee and Kentucky, and I, I guess though in West Virginia, just, you know, stuff yeah. up the road too, that... Um, when I was talking last year, like I had no idea just the range that you guys out of Norton had. I mean, you're going all the way up to Floyd County. They're bringing people in from different areas up in that area down here for the assistance mm -hmm. and the help. And uh, I, I had I had no clue that you served that big of an area. It was mind blowing to, to think that it was. It kind of like I kind of got afraid for people in a way because somebody that's from say Withville that doesn't know anybody in Norton it's brought down to Norton. It's like they're all alone in the situation they're already working with, you mm -hmm. know, whether it's homelessness or uh, drug abuse or, 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 a, or a victim of sexual and, and, and physical abuse uh, and assault, it, it, especially if you're bringing a teenager or a teenage daughter. So the, I, I actually reached out to a church in Bristol. It's like, hey, this is the situation. And we ended up getting like three boxes of women's clothing, just like big boxes to bring down. And we have to do this we have to do this again because um yeah you said the situation is the trends are they getting worse or do you see anything improving did and how was it during covid that's another thing everybody was locked down 
yeah now that we you know we're in 2023 so we've kind of got the numbers from 2020 and 21 and we can see and it's an uptick every year so covid really brought out a lot of different situations of um not, not just abuse and bad home life you know that children were in constantly because there was no school but also with the poverty because so many people lost their jobs and um so many people kind of when they were like you we're not going to cut your power off you know and, and odp did that stuff which was great and wonderful but um if you have to choose between, am I going to pay this bill or am I going to get groceries or am I going to pay the water bill or the power bill? And you know that your power is not going to get shut off. You're going to take care of your water. Um, but then it adds up. So when they stopped that, there were a lot of people with really um, overwhelming balances on their bills and, that kind of led down a down a spiral. So while the intentions were good <laughs> with what people were trying to do in COVID, it really did create some more havoc and and whatnot. So we we've seen a lot of people that have needed financial assistance to even stay in their homes and not be evicted. And um, and that's another part of part of the programs that we provide is prevention services so you don't end up homeless and and we keep you in your in your house and work with you towards maintaining that so yeah. we we provide that service as well and so covid created a lot with every single program and every single service we provide so being a victim advocate you know, I, you know the history of the, the organization there um it started, I noticed it started in 1982 as I was reading the About Us section on your website. It actually started out as a hotline for domestic violence. It and did. it's blown that, to what you are. During that. the COVID lockdowns, do you know, I mean, I know you probably have confidentiality things you can't discuss, but like, what, how much of an uptick did, was there in just locally here in the coal fields of domestic violence? How much of an uptick did you see in that? Yeah, our hotline numbers did increase. And not just for our 1-800 number, but also online as well, because we we have chat options on our website. Um, you can also re reach us on our Facebook page. Um, and a lot of times in areas here, individuals may have a phone, but they don't have service to call. However, they can find a hotspot or Wi-Fi and reach out yeah. that way. So that's how sometimes we get messages through people. That's why we try to make that available. Um, so that increased um, as well as the hotline calls. I'm glad to see so much Wi-Fi in the area more than we had, say, like five years ago, because oh, if you're at home, yeah, if you're at home and you're in a bad situation, you can't get on the computer or call somebody if your abuser is five feet away watching TV and having a cold beer. You know, but if you take the kids out quickly to McDonald's and I'll be right back, you can Wi-Fi. Hey, I'm in a situation I need help. Yeah. And, and, and people can be alerted to that. That's definitely um, been helpful. We there's still, you know, we have transportation barriers here that other places, bigger cities don't see. Like we don't have yeah. 
taxis. We don't have bus terminals here. We we don't have that. We have one public transit option for our entire Lenovisco area. Um, and you have to call a couple days in advance to even schedule a ride. Yeah. So if you're in a crisis situation, that's that's not going to help. Um, and so sometimes there's people that they're like, I don't, I don't have a way out. I don't have a ride. Um, and we try to work through those barriers as well. Yeah. And that's going to be tough to do because some people in those situations, they can't plan two days out. They can't plan 20 minutes ahead because of right. the overbearing, you know, the situation that they might be in. Um, that that's, you know, it's, it's, it's great work that you folks are doing down there. And I know this is a, what is this the month where we bring awareness to domestic abuse? Well, April is sexual assault awareness month. So you can do the hashtag S A A M and that's going to bring up a lot of different, um, statistics, information, events. Uh, we use that hashtag, but we also, um, we try to do something to bring it local, like Southwest Virginia and SAAM or, or Family Crisis Support Services and, and do that so you can find us. Um, so that is starting Saturday. And we always say we want to paint it teal because teal is the color of awareness. So if you have teal ribbons or if you would like a teal ribbon we will be happy to give you one to put on your place of business or agency mm -hmm. even at home um we have small ribbons that you can wear if you have um places meetings workshops or anything that you want to go but we do have a couple of events that uh, i would like to share you can go on the facebook page to find these um links and whatnot as well so you can just look at family crisis support services on facebook and and everything will be right there but on the 15th of april we have a 5k planned and it's going to be held at the big stone gap visitor center and the 5k goes around the green belt um but we're going to have some different info booths set up there. Eight o'clock in the morning, we're going to start. The race starts at nine. It's going to be a color run. So um, we're going to have color explosion. Um, and we're going to have award giveaways afterward, door prizes, music. There's a lot of wonderful places where you can stop afterward and get yourself a, a boba tea. and Yeah. Uh, whatever you'd want after after you ran and did your exercise you can stop at the bakery and get you a cinnamon bun i mean i feel like y'all balance <laughs> out okay and it's really really good so there, there's lots of goodies close by in in big stone gap and that's a beautiful area of of our uh region to oh, come by and yeah. visit so great down um, here. Yeah. but I've got the link. I think I've got the link up on the website. If not, I can add it on there, but I'm, I feel like I added it the other day. So you can register for the race, pay for everything. You're going to get a t-shirt so you can email me and let me know what size you want. Um, and we can, we can get things taken care of. Yeah. That you, you had the link up on the website. I saw that. And okay. Uh, for those that are listening, um, uh, Angel, when we're finished, if, if you want to email me the, 
the link um, also. I will post it up so that when you're listening to this podcast, you just look down in the in the uh, the notes or like the you know, the description of the show. I'll have the link down there for anybody that wants to click on it from the podcast. Uh, so make it make it a little easier for you to click on it, and check it out. I did notice that uh, on the flyer that you sent, it's a, it's called a race in their shoes. Yes. Uh, for those that don't know, I had to look this up, but a five k. Don't be intimidated. It's about three miles. No, it, it's not as bad as it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the $25, that includes the T-shirt. And if you have teams of four to six people, if you have a church or another organization mm-hmm. that you want to right. represent, teams of four to six is $60. Is that, is that Yeah, right? we kind of made a deal because that's just a walking group if you don't want to run and do the race. But you want to be a part of it and help in some way and walk it. Um and a lot of people around here, they know when you say the green belt, so they know what that is. Yeah. So it's not this horribly challenging up and down obstacle course. It's it's um, kind of pretty level. So um, if you have aches and pains or knee problems like yours truly, it's going to be a good walk. Yeah, so um, yeah, it's a good walk, and if you're just lightly jogging, you can probably get through the same forty-five minutes. You know, oh yeah, and, yeah, definitely. So, um, so it's not that bad, but it sounds like it's gonna be a fun event. Hopefully, um, you have a lot of people out. I hope uh, so. Uh, we we hope <clears throat> to see everybody. Like I said, we're gonna have different info booths, and they're gonna have their swag bags for giveaways, and we're gonna have door prizes. Um. Mountain Rose Vineyards, which is our local yes. winery, they're going to donate some stuff to us. Um, they're wonderful to work with. And um, so so we're going to have a lot of good community collaboration going on. And the main thing is, you know, we're, we're not only raising awareness for victims, but we are honoring those survivors. And we yeah. we honor those survivors and saying, you know, you have overcome and you're here and we do have a lot of survivors that will come and do the walk. Um, and, and that's, that's amazing just to see how far people come and to see the resilience and the strength of just human beings when at their worst, they feel like they can't go on, but then they get right back up. Um, and, and, people that have come here with nothing and and they are homeless and they're like I just I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it and then a year from from that point they've moved into their own place and and they've gotten a job and life is going good and you'll see them out or they'll message you you know and say I just wanted to say thank you for all that you've done and and um I definitely don't do the job for a pat on the back because you shouldn't. Um, if you're in this field, you should do it just because you have that helper's heart. But um, but I love to have people reach out to me and say, I'm doing this and this and I have got this and I've started it. And it's amazing just to see people come back and do good it's it's i love seeing people succeed and i i talk to people about that all the time and you know i think um just as a side note like just you know seeing you guys are doing the lord's work down there you really are and um 
it, it's just sort of my personal opinion, but people that have walked through some of the darkest places in life are usually the ones who shine the brightest light. They and, do. And, they uh, really do. And, you know, the people that don't have a darn thing would give you the last quarter in their pocket. Yeah. And, you know, the, for someone to say I'm broken and they feel like they're just so down, but they would still give you the last thing that they had. It just shows you just how beautiful people are. And it's not what you've gone through. And I always tell this to people that does not define you, what you have gone through that may shape where you go and how you look at things, but that does not define who you are. And so that these awareness events, while they're fun and it's, and it's great. It also just stresses the importance that we, you know, we, we need to, honor just people we need to honor human beings and um say you you have survived and let them share their stories let them share their testimonies and and so somebody may see that that's going through something and and it's like wow i thought i was alone and it may help them so that's why we do that. Another event that we have going on the following Friday, the 21st, is called Coffee and Consent. Yes. Um, that's at our local Lincoln Road Coffee Lounge here in Norton. Um, they are wonderful people, so wonderful to work with. The coffee is amazing, and they have extended Where, where is service. that at? It Where's is downtown Lincoln? Norton, Park Avenue, downtown Norton. Okay, I've I've been down there. I've never noticed. I've driven past here. I don't know how oh, many you're times. gonna have to come by and try it. I still have yet to try the wood booger grill. Um, okay, I've listen. Got... You let me know when you're coming to town, and I will take you around to all the good places. Yeah, I'm down there probably once uh, every other month anyway, because I um I know the folks there at ARC TV and yeah, and, uh, and if we're lucky, maybe I, I get I send these videos to them so they can edit and put on ARC TV if. They so choose. So if you want, okay, yeah, I I know those folks there. So good, Ernie Binko. A good old Ernie. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I wanted to. I'll go ahead about the how many people do you expect to to show at the at the coffee shop? Um, well, I would love to see a hundred or more. We're gonna start that morning. Um, what we do is we kind of set up in their lounge area, and we'll we'll do Facebook discussions and different things. Kind of going to be there all day, and um, I mean, they're they've always been so kind and helpful. But they have started doing like evening music. They've built a little area outside, so we're actually going to just keep that party rocking until um, the evening, and we're going to have some music. I'm I'm lining up musicians, local artists right now and um so we're gonna we're gonna have some music we're gonna have some um poetry readings of survivors that want to share okay and you know so it's just gonna be a wonderful day of just i'd like to call it healing as well for people so um just but but a good day with with a local agent with a local business that um 
is sharing their space for us to bring this and the coffee and consent. I just, we kind of came up with that, just, just talking about what consent looks like and, and what consent is and answering some questions and trying to address all the things that are relevant to the people in our area and giving them the resources that they need and want and um, working with all the other allied professionals and they always come by. So it, it's just a, a good day all the way around. So those are the two yeah. big events that we have um, for Sexual Assault Awareness Month. But during the whole month, I like to let everybody know that if you ever need to talk, that's what I'm here for. That's my job. I am 24-7 um, on call with this hotline number uh, via Facebook. So if there's ever a time that anybody wants to talk about any experience they've had and moving forward from that, we are available to talk and, and, and help you work through it and give you resources to continue that journey of moving forward. Well, keep up the good work. Now, on your website, uh, there is a donate tab on there. So if anybody mm -hmm. wants to go to the Family Crisis Center uh, website, you can you can certainly donate that yes. there. It's family-crisis.org, and you'll see the donate tab at the top of the screen. Um, another thing that, uh, that we do as a foundation, um, as a foundation, we have a very big, broad mission so that if we have, we can actually support other organizations with donations. So if anybody that's listening wants to, if you don't go there and donate, if you want to donate to us and uh, request that we use it toward our Operation Helping Hand, then we we work directly with the Crisis Center. We we uh, make those donations, in-kind donations, and we can do cash donations as well. So, um, yeah, the in-kind is nice. I think we're going to be, uh, the next thing we're going to be doing is raising uh, food, canned goods and things like that, things that people can need, like easily pop top cans and types yes. of foods that people can can use um that don't need a can opener obviously or just you know things thank like that thank you that you're and amazing then, for that thank and you and then whatever um funds that we get we go buy other things that may be necessary and needed um yeah. or we could do a cash donation so uh you can find us at just support appalachia.org and make a donation through there and as you make the donation you can leave the comment uh, operation helping hand and we'll know to designate uh all that so 100 percent of your donation goes to the we have very little overhead and i pay for most of it and none of us take any salary so we're all just uh all of us that, that are involved in the organization we're just uh, volunteer so oh you guys are awesome thank you well we try uh we all have full-time jobs so it's kind of like we try to piecemeal some things we can do and right. And, um, but uh, yeah, we don't, I, I, I was never comfortable with donating to an organization realizing that they only had to spend five to 10% on the actual cause and they can spend the rest on overhead and salaries and things like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, so I was always cautious about where I would send money. Of you know, course. Like, I mean, of course, like things like cancer research and St. Jude's, I mean, the heartbreaker things we do, I do that. Right. Our family does. Right. But, um, you know, as far as uh, what you guys are doing, it's like I said, you're doing the Lord's work down there. And it, I know it can't be easy on any of you individually to hear some of these heartbreaking stories. So you probably carry a lot of stress and baggage from that. So I hope you guys have great friends and great networks and families to to kind of help you uh, it'd be a support there, too, because this is not. Oh, yeah. Self-care is super important in this field. And I tell that to everybody. You, you've got to take care of yourself because you can't. 
help other people if you're up to here and you can't yeah go anymore so you got to take care of yourself um i i like to sing so i'll i'll just jam out and sing and, and crank up the journey relief. crank up the 80s music just as a little aside as you come on uh before we start recording i had my a-l-e-x-a i'm not gonna say your name but i had that <laughs> jamming down my 80s and uh i was like all right i'm, I'm waiting for a don't stop believing. That could be a theme song for you guys down there. Um, run the race to that song. That's yeah. When that comes on, you can't help but sing along and everybody and sings. Yeah, can't help it. I love it when you go to a ball game and you hear everybody singing that. It's so funny. But uh, but Angel, I want to thank you for your time. I certainly appreciate it. Um, keep up the great work. And uh, next time I'm down that way, I'll certainly let you guys know. And hopefully, I'll have something yes. to drop off for you guys. Um, and uh, it is spring, so things kind of thaw out. Things get a little bit more active, so we'll see what that's things. That's right. That's right. Well, you don't thank mind, you. Um, Go ahead. You guys... I'm sorry. I uh, told you, you I will talk your ear off all day. That's all right. I'm, I'm, you know, I got two ears. I can lose one. So if uh, it, while you guys are at the race, if you don't mind sharing photos, uh, I will put that on our website, and then we'll link that over to your website. Okay, that sounds wonderful. We'll do it. All right. Hey, thank you so much. Um, where can, uh, if people need to contact you or the organization, well, um, you have the Facebook page uh, and the website. Where, how else can they get up with you? We do. They can, um, they can call me directly at 276-679-7240 and just ask for Angel. Or you can email me, don't mind a bit, at amefford, A-M as in mouse, E, F as in Frank, F as in Frank, O-R-D, at family-crisis.org. The family-crisis is just like our webpage, if you go to it, family-crisis.org. So, yeah, yeah any anything you need, you, you guys just message me anytime or call me. Well, I hope everyone who's listening or watching has a great life and just wants to reach out and help. But if but if things are wrong, you know who to contact and, uh, um, you know, let us know and we'll certainly offer up our thoughts and prayers too because things you know life life gets tough for people and there's no shame and struggle but there's there's a lot to be gained on the other side so just don't lose hope that's right that's right thank you so much hey thank you uh thanks again everybody for tuning in to uh, another episode of appalachian shine i think we're up to almost 90 episodes now something like that so uh we'll be back we'll have other guests we'll have other topics to talk about in the meantime, uh, make sure you check out the Family Crisis website, sign up for that run, and uh, let's help these folks do some good work. Thanks again. We'll see you on down the road.